me on. Thank you for coming uh, on, yeah. So, so explain it, Anis, for me, because, look, I'm a big Bruno Fernandes fan. And, again, I've read your piece. It's very statty, but explain why you don't think Bruno Fernandes is as good as we all think. Yeah, uh, right off the bat, he's undeniably a good player. Like, yes. Don't get that confused. Mm. I'm not saying he's a bad player by any measure. But I do think people are getting carried away. Um, he is the betting favourite for the PPA Player of the Year, yep. which I don't think he deserves to win. Who do you think he's should be the betting favourite? I think Ilkay Gundogan or Ruben Diaz, uh, one of the Manchester City players, certainly. Okay. They've been more impressive, in my opinion. Mm. Okay. Um, people have already been saying that you know, he's, the, he's been voted the best Premier League signing in January by the BBC. I just think everyone's getting so carried away because if, if you actually look at his goals and assists, which mm. is by far the most impressive thing about him, yeah. you realise that half his goals are actually penalties. So then you take his non-penalty goals and you actually compare him to another player and he actually has less than Ilkay Gundogan. Yeah, we say that in terms of... Uh, look, I, I'm with you, by the way. Look, we know he scores a lot of penalties, but I've seen a lot of players miss a lot of penalties as well. I mean, you look at Man City. I mean, how many how many penalty takers have they got? Chelsea have had the same issue as well. So, I mean, we say a lot of penalties, like penalties are easy to score. I think we've seen in the Premier League, especially this season, they're not. That's that's a fair point, but when assessing a player individually, it is something that can massively inflate their numbers of course. in an unfair way because a penalty usually is, they're not they're not the ones who usually earned it. It's not a metric that can sort of be repeated in, in an open play event. It just mm. happens and someone gets assigned to it. I mean, there's plenty of players with good goal records, but most of it will be penalties. I'll give you an example. Alexander Lacazette, when he was at Lyon, was posting ridiculous numbers, 30 goals a season. Mm. And then you come to Arsenal and he's posting 15 goals a season. Why is that? The difference was the penalties. No, no. Again, 100%. I agree with you. What about the assists, though? I mean, so far this season, uh, Bruno Fernandes has 12 assists. I mean, and, and surely, I mean, you have to have to take that into consideration. The thing about assists as well, those those are only the stats for when the players score. I mean, he's created a lot of chances, which unfortunately the likes of Rashford and in particular Martial have missed. Um, he's certainly had a lot of assists, but if you actually look at his expected assists, he's actually overperforming. What that means is, based on the quality of the chances he's making, mm. he probably should have had a few more, a few less assists. And you might be thinking, okay, what the hell is expected assists? But Jack Grealish, with a uh, interview with Harry Panero, I'm not sure if you know the YouTuber. Yesterday, do, yeah. he was talking. To, he was talking about expected assists and chances created, and how he wanted to improve those numbers. So this isn't something that's you know I'm sort of making up. This is mm. what actual clubs are using on a day-to-day basis with their players. Isn't, is this, isn't this the problem, though, Anis, where we've got all a bit stat crazy here? There's a stat going around as well about Brighton's expected goals and assists. I mean, Brighton. I mean, I, I, could, I think Brighton are only second behind, I think, as Man City in terms of expected goals. And I mean, Bright, I could watch Brighton play for about a year. They're not going to score as many as the expected assists and goals show me they should, should do. Is this not the problem, that we're, we're so stat-driven rather than just watching football and what maybe a Bruno Fernandes actually brings to football? Um, yeah, look, I'm a huge proponent of the eye test, as we like to call it. Like, of course, you can't just look at stats, but the Brighton example is just... It's, it's just what it is. It's it's an, over an average. So I'll give you another example. Remember Marcus Rashford when he was breaking through and he was scoring on all his debuts. Yeah. Champions League, England, all that. The statisticians at the time were telling us that he's massively overperforming his xG. As in, sooner or later it will catch up. Mm. And I think the same with Brian. Sooner or later the goals will start flowing through. It doesn't mean uh, you can't look at it in a sort of a small sample size. Yeah, I understand. What do you make about um, the argument that? 
Bruno Fernandes, especially recent, I think he's tailed off, I think it's fair to say, but the argument that he doesn't show up against the big, the big sides, the top six sides, I think that's justified? Um, I, I think it is semi-justified. Um, I think it doesn't help the fact that the way United do set up and the fact that they real, they kind of lack a, a real uh, philosophy or ethos to the way they play. So they sort of uh, rely on um, individual ability to win games. And I don't think Scholes particularly coached them in a way that I, that could suggest that he could take them further. But that being said, um, the United team is built around Bruno Fernandes. It, the entire attack is basically orbiting and facilitating through him. And if he doesn't perform, then the rest of the guys don't. And frankly, if you look at his numbers, I think it's seven games against the big six, mm-hmm. zero assists and one goal, which is a penalty against Spurs. So do you, do you um, we, I want to go back to when you said player of the season, I, like Ruben Diaz, I think looked fantastic season. Honestly, I think if he wins it, hands down, I think he deserves it. You actually think that Gundogan's had a better season than Bruno Fernandes? And I know you're probably going to chuck some stats at me and suggest he probably has. <laughs> Have you got the stats to suggest that Gundogan, who I think's had a fantastic season, has had a better season than Bruno Fernandes? He's got 22 goals. Yes, a lot of penalties, but 12 assists as well. Taking a, a struggling United team to second place. Yeah, uh, those are fair points. Uh, I, I think I've said enough stats for, so far. But with with Ilkay Gundogan, he, he does have, as I mentioned before, more non-penalty goals. But I think just his overall play, the way he orchestrates the game, and him more than anyone, especially as um, De Bruyne has been out injured, he more than anyone took the City team on this unbelievable run. Like, we're seeing unprecedented level of football by Manchester City right now. Yeah, and I think he has Ilkay a lot Gundogan of help, is, doesn't he? I mean, we say this, and look, I think City have done fantastically well. I mean, the run they're on that now is incredible. But I do look at that City squad, and I think, jeez, I mean... How many of those United players can get in that City squad? I mean, Sterling's been fantastic. Foden, I think this is his breakout season that he's having right now. John Stones has gone back in and looked awesome, right? I mean, he's got assistance, does Gundogan. But more assistance, I think, than Bruno Fernandes has, put it that way. Yeah, 100%. I, I won't deny that. But I think maybe you're overestimating how good United have been. I mean, sure, they're second, mm. but their point total isn't particularly fantastic for a second-place team. They, it, they're, of course, undeniably better than they were at this stage last season, but by how much? And you say how he's got these great players. Gundogan makes these players great because he can do the sort of intricate passing and, and dribbling that Bruno Fernandes can't do. I mean, out of United's forwards, who would you say has Bruno improved the most? I can't definitively say someone look at them and say Martial or Rashford. They've been so good these past 12 months. I, I don't think that Gundogan's necessarily improved Raheem Sterling. I mean, his goals and assists the last few seasons have been, have been pretty much exactly the same. I think he's a star player in itself. Mahrez is a star player himself as well. I don't know if it's about Gundogan improving those players. I think those players are already standout players anyway. I think Foden's a standout player. Jesus, even when you look at the goal scoring record, I know he gets a lot of criticism. You look at the goal scoring record, he's actually done well in the last three or four seasons. So I think, personally, if I have to choose between Gundogan and Bruno Fernandes, I'm choosing Bruno Fernandes every single day of the week. I thought you were coming on to make an argument between De Bruyne and Fernandes. Oh, that's not even an argument, my friend. <laughs> Is it not an argument between them, especially this season? Oh, no, absolutely not. I mean, uh, numbers-wise, I mean, if you take per 90 minutes, he's the fairest way to look at it. Um, he, he's obviously scoring more goals, but I think assists, De Bruyne is doing a lot better. Just progressive passing, um, facilitate, facilitating playing, carrying. This is one thing I don't like about Bruno Fernandes, is besides the fact that he's a very high-risk, high-reward player, he doesn't have a lot to his game. And in my article, I talked about this, about how he averages 0.75 dribbles per a game, which is... 
um, among the, the lowest 5% out of all players in, in Europe in his position. Um, he also averages 0.45 uh, carries into the box. So he's not the kind of guy who will dribble nor bring the ball into the box. He's kind of the guy who will sit yeah, outside no, I've the box. I've got to stop you, Anis. Anis, I've got to stop you. I mean, you've gone too far with these stats here. So I'm just a simple man. <laughs> I, I look at what a midfielder can do in terms of goals, create goals and score goals. I mean, look at his last five seasons. This is Bruno Fernandes I'm talking about here. 16 goals, 33 goals, 15 goals, 12 goals. This season, 22 goals. I mean, I know what you're trying to say, but come on, that's a midfielder there. I'm not talking... A striker would be impressed with those stats. That's a midfielder. I mean, you can talk about carries and all this but kind of stuff. You, you aim to put the ball in the back of the net, and Bruno Fernandes does that. Yeah, sure, but how But how many times is he losing the ball? How many times is he losing possession? He ranks the highest in all the possession loss. His and that's why we have Fred and Matic is, behind it's, it's to seven... make sure when he does lose possession, Fred and Matic get the ball back for him. Yeah, and that's been so successful for United and Sporting because they've won so many trophies. They haven't. They haven't won anything. Neither has he been the main man for Portugal either. They'd rather play through Bernardo. Look, I'm not trying to criticise the guy and say he's a bad player. Oh, well, like you say they'd rather but play through think... Bernardo. Let's say the main man still Cristiano Ronaldo. Of course, but they play like a 4-2-2. Ronaldo mm. on the left, Bernardo on the right. And Bruno's not, he's only got 20 caps. He's still feeling himself. He did well the, the last Nations League, but he's still feeling himself. Anyways, yeah, he's a I late bloomer. We know that. he's a late bloomer. Yeah, but my point is that he's such a high-risk reward player, Ade. Look, if, if 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 you gave me the ball and every time I tried to take a pot shot or, or a dodgy pass and I lost the ball 20 times, eventually I'd get like a goal or assist. You know, you know Anis, I think you're a smart man. I think if Bruno Fernandes was wearing the blue of Manchester City right now, you would find some stats to make him the best player in the world. I think you've got that about you. I think, I think you have the, I'm going to boost you, Anis. I think you have the capabilities of finding stats here to tell me that Bruno Fernandes is a good one. But because he plays for your arch enemies in United, you, you, you're, not, you're not accepting it. Are you calling me a spin doctor? I'm calling you the biggest spin doctor I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> Anis, before we go, Anis, um, what's, your, what's your podcast? Where they can catch up with you? Where can they read this article that I read? Yeah, so this is this article is a newsletter that I've started just to mm. talk about trends and topics in football. So if you just it's ninety three twenty dot substack dot com, that's the website. Or you can just type in ninety three twenty. That's the numbers. That's when Aguero scored that goal against QPR, by the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, my name A N I S Baza. You've come from Google. The podcast is done by a great bunch of lads, city lads. It's the ninety three twenty podcast again. Just type that into Google, should come up. We have Twitter pages and a lot. It's not just me on the podcast, but the newsletter is just me. So, like, a weekly newsletter, and it's not just City, by the way. As you saw, I like to talk about Bruno, I like yeah. to talk about other clubs. So, if, if you're interested in, like, some, some interesting discourse, just somewhere fun to talk about football, it's not all boring stats. Just no. uh, hit me up there. No, no, I'm certain that isn't. I mean, look, come on. So, and look, those stats are interesting. And it's interesting that you made the point about Jack Grealish talking about his stats with Harry Pinero. I've seen the clip as mm. well. So footballers are talking about their stats as well. So I think it is an important part of the, the game nowadays. Uh, just before you go, let's get a quick prediction uh, for the derby. What do you think? <sighs> Every single time we've been favourites at the Etihad, we lose. But I have to go like 2-0 City. Even though we, every time we're favourites, we lose. So, but I have to go like 2-0 um uh, maybe Aguero to come back, start and score his first goal in like a year. Yeah, trust Man United to upset the apple cart here and just end that winning run of yours. But look, I'm going with you. I do think that um, United, well, you never know, maybe a draw, maybe Bruno Fernandes, right? To score a penalty. Yeah, that might mess your stats up, wouldn't it? Um, Anis Bazar, my man, thank you so much for the 9320 podcast. I really do appreciate you coming on. All right, up next, just after this very short one, we head back 